This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. bit of a refresh as we kick off the second hour of Kelly and Ramia. You know, for a while we were podcasting hour one and hour two separately, so we really had to let you know this is the second hour. But we know you'd rather listen to the whole show because there's a variety of content that you want to, like, check out and get informed about all kinds of things. And that's why the whole two-hour show is to your benefit. I'm Ramia Amadin with Kelly McDonald, and welcome back. Thank you, folks. And, of course, we can't get through a show without mentioning something to do with food. So on mm-hmm. Thursdays, when we're extra hungry, we get a little assistance. Let's get cooking with Mary Mammolini of cookingconfession.com. If you're like me, the kitchen is your favorite room in the house. I'm Mary Mammolini, here with a handful of goodies from my kitchen, including food trends, cooking tips, and, of course, some delicious recipes. Sorry about that, Mayor. Kitchen confession. <laughs> it's like it's not like it's something new to me, right, Mayor? It's like I was. We're gonna get cook. Sorry, Mayor. Next time, just we're talking food. That's it. Thanks, confessions cooking com. How are you, Mayor? Today we're gonna get into your soups, aren't we? Yes, it is soup season. Soup season. I absolutely love this season. Every season is no, no, no. It's actually they call it the second season for baseball right now. Oh, 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 the fall classic. The fall. Oh, okay. But but, Mayor, I will say most people have soup while watching their their fall classic. So, uh, what's the number one tip for making the best ever soup? Amuthan probably already thinks she knows this, but uh, go and pop her bubble here, please. I'm here to be open minded and take suggestions. I'm sure you probably already do know this or you have your own um, little uh, trick. But today, what I thought I would share is a guaranteed way to make an amazing soup is to start with homemade broth and stock. Um, Right? I'm already lacking. Already. (laughs) I mean, I know, but it sounds more difficult than it is. It's actually really simple. So whether it's beef, chicken, veggie, it really is easy to make and it adds so much more flavor and it doesn't take long. So get yourself a couple of chicken legs. If you want to make a chicken stock, uh, get some celery, some carrots, onions. You don't have to chop these up fine. Throw them in in chunks. Get a couple of bay leaves in there, some thyme, some rosemary, of course, salt and pepper. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to add cold water. Uh, add everything to a large pot or a Dutch oven if you have it. Pour that cold water over top of all those ingredients. Set the pot over medium heat and then slowly bring it to a boil. Okay, we want it to boil. We don't want it to kind of boil over because then we're going to reduce that heat. And then we're going to simmer for about three to four hours on low heat. Once it's done, strain the stock and then just store it. Like you can put it in mason jars if you have. Um, I've even take. I've even froze them in uh, re- reusable Ziploc bags. Oh, I have oh, heard right. of this, yep, like yep. ice cube trays and such. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how long does it store if you're refrigerating? Uh, it can store for for months, several months. Okay. Oh no, sorry. If you're freezing, if you're refrigerating, I would use it within a week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. soup week. Yep. It's soup week. If not, honestly, I would freeze the rest. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy. I mean, when I say I freeze it into reusable Ziploc bags, I pour it in. I lay them flat, so I make sure that they're sealed, <laughs> and then I lay them mm-hmm. flat and yeah, freeze oh, them yeah. on a baking sheet. 
I put them in the freezer in a baking sheet. So this way, when they freeze, they're flat and you can just stack them. Yes, yes. Wow. It doesn't occupy all this space in your freezer. Your yeah. uh, freezing suggestions in, in any context are so good, Mary, and so detailed. So does that mean you're going to go out and buy a bigger freezer now so you can do Probably. all this Probably. I need a second freezer for real. Um, so, Mary, you're the person we need to ask this question to, okay? We need serious mm -hmm. clarification. What oh, are the differences sure. between soups and stews, stock and broth, or cream puree and bisque? That is a fantastic question. Okay, so basically soup, it's a combination of foods. Meat, fish, vegetables, um, any type of beans, grains, etc. Right, so they're all cooked in broth. Stock, bouillon, or water. Um, and then they're meant to be left as this original thin state. So like this clear state, they're very light. They're very fluid mm -hmm. when it's a stew, right? So the stew basically has the same ingredients as the soup does, but it does differ because it's usually cooked in a covered pot for a much longer period of time and at a lower simmering temperature because you want the stew, then it cooks in that liquid and all its natural juices and it actually thickens up. Right, so yeah, you want it, it to thickens, kind of boil yes. down. That's right. You get a thicker end product result in soup. I um, often compare stews to curries. I feel like they're absolutely. the exact same thing, but from different parts of the world. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. a perfect. That's perfect. And then there's stock or broth. So stock is generally made from bones and broth is generally made using just the meat or the fish that you choose to use. So oh. in both meat, in both, the meat is often simmered with vegetables, but the stock is typically left unseasoned. It's for flexibility within recipes, right? So whereas the broth, it'll usually contain at least salt and pepper. Mm. Yep. Yep. Right? So then, yeah. I mean, both they can be enjoyed on their own as a base for soup, sauces, gravies. Right. Uh, right. But there is... There is one more I want to add to the mix here. Consomme. <laughs> so oh my. It's oh, a more wow. re yes. yeah, it's a more refined broth. It's clarified through additional straining processes and, and then it's cooked down for a more concentrated flavor. Right. So that's something they usually make in restaurants. Uh, it's not typically made at home, but a lot of people do do make it. Now the okay. difference awesome. between right? Then now yep. we're gonna talk that's about awesome. creams. Yes. The difference between like cream, puree, and bisque. These are all considered thick soups, right? So cream soups, they rely on a combination of milk or cream and flour, which is, or your roux for the base of the soup. While a puree, it's thickened with the starch of the vegetable source. So whatever vegetable you're making in there, you use that. Okay. A bisque is a creamy soup that's made with shellfish. So like lobster, right. shrimp, crab, it's just creamy in texture. And then it has the ingredients blended in. It's just so good. I love it. Lobster meat too. Yeah. And, the, yeah. and that's what I was going to say. That's kind of the easier because we get the name lobster bisque or whatever. The, but the others really kind of throw, yeah. throw me off. That's for sure. Okay. Um, now, I want to be careful here because things happen yeah. in the kitchen. So what if Kelly strikes and we accidentally <laughs> oversalt the soup or Rumya gets <laughs> no distracted and burns it? Oh, right. Okay, that's, oh, that's an actual gosh. problem. <laughs> Can well, it honestly, be salvaged? It can. So even the most experienced cooks, they sometimes ruin the soup. So it doesn't happen. So, but if the smoke detector, I do want to add, is blaring, that's a good sign. <laughs> Toss it out. It's beyond yeah. repair. And, and call your okay. neighbors and get out too, Rum. Yeah, oh, like just, just leave. Up. It's just done. Just leave. It's yeah. done. <laughs> However, 
I do want you to keep in mind that if you catch it in time, there are there is hope. You can salvage it. So let's start with too much salt. Try adding a okay. potato to it. Honestly, oh, yes. peel a potato, yes. yep, cut it into large chunks, toss it in. That potato, it'll absorb much of the salt. Okay, but then, but I do want you to remember, before you serve it, remove those potatoes. You don't want to keep those potatoes in. Or oh, okay. if you want, try, yeah, and if it's cream uh, or a milk-based soup, try adding milk or yogurt. That'll help maybe reduce the salty flavoring to it. Mm. Won't re- won't remove anything, but it'll reduce the saltiness. You're just basically diluting it, right? In that pretty point? much. Yeah, okay. Yeah, pretty much. So if the soup has started to burn, this is where we want to really, immediately, you want to take it off the heat, transfer it to another pot, keep whatever pours out freely. Do not, I repeat, do not try and rescue the ingredients that don't easily come off the bottom of the pot. And I'm laughing because all of us do it. It's yes. happened. I've done it. Oh, I, I think this is ready to drop off. I can take this. Can I get that? Those, those ashes just maneuver around them. I move all my You're burnt really rice to that, a new yeah. burnt rice oh, scenario. Yeah. Wet ashes. <laughs> You're elbow deep into this pot, scraping the bottom. Like, it's good. It's good. It's so good. It's not. We're going to leave it in there. The bottom of the pot tastes all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> So if the soup that you've salvaged, it has a distinct burnt flavor to it, this is what you can do. You can try and disguise it by adding maybe another smoky flavor. Uh, You know, add a little bacon or a little ham. That may add to that smokiness. It'll help. Um, We're trying to salvage what we have. You could only do this this really with soup. Anything else you burn, you know, oh, it's overdone, it's It's whatever. Soup you could only hide. Let's see if we Mm. can hide this. Mm -hmm. I mean, anything else you burn, you can maybe pass it off as a crouton. I don't know. but That's right. I'll put the soup in Jeff Ryman's smoker and see what it does to it. (laughs) That's it. And see what happens. Smoke paprika. Um, Okay. Yeah. I mean, the other thing you could try again, the potato trick to absorb some of that burnt taste. Um, and this is again, we're trying to salvage what we have. But this, I mean, who if eats those potatoes food. afterward after these two stunts, Mary? <laughs> well, I'm sure you have some way you would be able to use them. You know, uh, maybe. Um, I only put a couple in. So, look, see, I just, I just outed myself. I've done this. I only, I've only put a couple in, um, and it's helped. Uh, and I think it, you know, turn off the heat and remove the pot from the burner. If it's stuck, now you want to clean up. This is where cleanup comes in. To make it easier, what you can do, there's remnants left at the bottom of the pot. Fill the pot. You don't want to toss it out. Let's try and save our pot. Toss it, you know, fill it with about a quarter full of hot water. Um, Add some, oh, what's it? Oh, my gosh, it just slipped my mind. Baking soda? Baking soda? Yes, jeez. It was was at the tip of my tongue. Baking soda. It wasn't coming to mind. Mm. Add some baking soda to it, boil it, and it should come off. Okay. The other one that I really do, and I love this one, is, again, you fill the pot with some hot water, but a quarter way full, add a dishwasher tablet, and then allow it to soak overnight. Honestly, it will clean it. Mm, Brand spanking yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it works beautifully. A couple of soup okay. tips I just want to share quickly, because yep. I know I keep on chatting on here about soup, because I love soup. For a shortcut, when your recipe calls for broth, and you don't have any homemade on hand, always keep, I don't know if you ever use this product, better than bouillon. Easy. So this, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's just, right? Keep it in your pantry. It's add a scoop to your soup. Just add water. The better in bouillon, the reason why I suggest this one, it's the roasted chicken base and is made with roasted chicken. So it gives a richer, more robust flavor than the ordinary bouillon would. So it's a great tip, right? Quick tip. You can mm-hmm. add it to your soups. Garnish. 
Garnish your soups with seasoned croutons. Turn those old bread, that day old bread into delicious croutons or Costco mm. does have this focaccia croutons. I don't know if anyone's ever tried them, um, but they're delicious and they have a long shelf life. So nice. it's a big bag, but you can top it on everything mm. or dollop of sour cream, dollop of yogurt, nuts, tortilla on top, chives, parsley, dumplings, anything goes. Season canned soups for like an almost homemade effect. Add spices like thyme, basil to maybe plain tomato soup. Add Italian seasoning to some canned minestrone. It gives it a little bit of life. Um, whenever possible, prepare your soups ahead of time to allow those flavors to meld together. And that's that goes with anything. Even when we're making chili or any type of sauce, a pasta sauce, I love letting it sit there because it'll melt together and gives it more flavor, more depth. Okay. Mary, to give prevent... us one more tip. Okay, last one. Let's do prevent curdling of cream and soups. Don't overheat it. Keep the soup at a simmer, not a boil when cooking. Also, too much salt or acid in the soup, it can also cause curdling. Yeah. Awesome, Mayor. Fantastic. And oh, so good. Uh, appreciate the uh, organized thought with this and helping us and putting up with our kind of like, oh, whoa, through all that. But uh, get, <laughs> uh, get enjoying and cuddling up to your soups, folks. Thank you. Thank you. Mary's back with us next Thursday on the program as she is every week and we talk food, of course. Uh, check out Mary's discussions and recipes on kitchenconfession.com. Also find episodes of the Kitchen Confession podcast using your favorite podcast platform. After the break, we're checking in with Christine Malik, who's here for Curious Minds, our monthly segment where we dive into anything that we're curious about. And she's going to bring up Be My AI again. This is the partnership between Be My Eyes and ChatGPT. We'll talk more about our experiences because we're obsessed after the break. It's fun, insightful, and inclusive. Kelly and Ramya return in a minute. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.